The Bible Study Podcast, episode 408. Today, the Bible Study Podcast starts a study of the book of Matthew. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Today, we jump into the Gospel of Matthew, taking a break here from Psalms. It's been quite a long time in Psalms, and I'm looking forward to a study in the New Testament. This is the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. That's an odd start for the book, but that's how Matthew starts his gospel. It's interesting to compare that to the other gospels. Mark starts with the beginning of the good news about Jesus, the Messiah, the son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, and then immediately starts talking about John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness. Luke first does an introduction to Theophilus, talking about how he's writing this and he's investigated it, but then immediately jumps into John the Baptist, but jumps further back in the story. Luke takes a little more time in his gospel than Mark did. And so he tells us about the birth of John the Baptist and how that whole thing went about, and then we'll continue on into the birth of Jesus, as well Matthew. And John, of course, being the more theological, John writing to Christians who'd already read the other Gospels, says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All interesting choices, all very different choices, and they just do point out that all the four gospel writers are writing for different audiences. Matthew is writing for the Jews. Mark is writing for the Romans. Luke for the Greeks. And John for the Christians, those who have already read one of the other gospels. That's a simplistic version, of course, but it does help us to understand why Matthew starts with a genealogy. Matthew starts with Jesus, the son of David, the son of Abraham, ties him to both the royal line and to Abraham, the one who is chosen of God. I've always thought of this as burying the lead, and I've always been glad that Genesis didn't start with the genealogies, which for me has always been the hardest part to read through, but instead started with the whole big bang, let there be light thing. But there's an interesting story that comes out of, I believe it's the island of the Philippines, when the Bible translators went in there. I believe it was the Wycliffe Bible translators. They saved this chapter of Matthew to translate later. They started with what they thought was the meteor parts of the book of Matthew, and then eventually got back to the first chapter. And it was when they heard this chapter that the people said, why didn't you tell us this first? Now we believe everything you've told us. Again, not my response when I read the genealogy of Jesus, but it does speak to some people, and that's what Matthew was doing. And so Matthew writes this. This is the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, Judah the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez, the father of Herzon, Herzon, the father of Ram, Ram, the father of Aminadab, Aminadab, the father of Nashon, Nashon, the father of Solomon, Solomon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab, Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth, Obed, the father of Jesse, and Jesse, the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife. Solomon, the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam, the father of Abijah, Abijah, the father of Asa, Asa, the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat, the father of Joram, 
Jehoram, the father of Uzziah, Uzziah, the father of Jotham, Jotham, the father of Ahaz, Ahaz, the father of Hezekiah, Hezekiah, the father of Manasseh, Manasseh, the father of Amon, Amon, the father of Josiah, and Josiah, the father of Jeconiah, and his brothers at the time of the exile to Babylon. After the exile to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Sheltiel, Sheltiel, the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel, the father of Ebuhud, Abahud, the father of Eliakim, Eliakim, the father of Azor, Azor, the father of Zadak, Zadak, the father of Akim, Akim, the father of Elihud, Elihud, the father of Eleazar, Eleazar, the father of Methan, Methan, the father of Jacob, and Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, and Mary was the mother of Jesus, who is called the Messiah. Thus there were fourteen generations in all from Abraham to David, fourteen from David to the exile in Babylon, and fourteen from the exile to the Messiah. Now, Matthew is trying to make a point with those genealogies. One is obviously that Jesus is descended from David as well as from Abraham. We've mentioned that. But he also mentions a few women. And in a genealogy that is done through the man, it is notable which women he mentions. And this is unlike Luke's genealogy, which seems to trace through Mary. So he mentions Tamar, and it's interesting that he mentions Tamar, because Tamar is almost stoned as being a prostitute until it's discovered that she was actually pregnant with her father-in-law's baby. And it goes into a whole soap opera here about how her husband was evil and was killed by God, and then her husband's brother wouldn't assume his brotherly responsibility of taking care of her. And so that's an interesting whole story. And the other woman he mentions is Rahab, Rahab the prostitute. That would be the time of Joshua, the one who saved the spies who go into Jericho, and therefore she and her family are the only ones who are saved. And then Ruth, Ruth, the opposite of that, the person who is a foreigner who gets her own book because she is faithful to her mother-in-law, Naomi. And also Uriah's wife, that would be Bathsheba. That would be the woman who David has adultery with. And so Matthew points out that she's Uriah's wife. And then, of course, Mary, Mary, the mother of Jesus. And it's interesting to point out those particular women. And part of the reason they'd be pointed out, obviously, would be they'd be memorable, both for good and bad reasons. But they're also part of this whole story of the people of God. And really, that's part of what these verses do is Matthew's making the point about that this is part of the whole story of the people of God. Now, he stretches his point a little bit here because he talks about the number of generations from here to here and here to here. And it seems like he's left out some generations because, for instance, he mentions Rahab, who's going to be the great-grandmother of King David. And yet we believe from the chronology in Judges that that period of the Judges takes place over somewhere between 410 and 480 years. And so people not living that long, he probably skipped some generations there. But the point here really is that this is part of a larger story. Really, Matthew isn't writing a book. Matthew is writing a sequel. Matthew is writing a sequel to the Old Testament, and he is calling back to all of the people in the Old Testament from the time of Abraham until the time of Jesus, who you should remember. We've got all the great kings there. We've got David and Jehoshaphat and Hezekiah and Josiah. David being the only one interesting who is mentioned as a king. We've got Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. 
And then we have Ruth and we have Rahab, we have Tamar, we have all of these stories here. Matthew is writing a sequel. Matthew is saying, I know you people, you Jewish people, you people of God, you children of Abraham are familiar with these stories. Now let me tell you how they tie into the story of Jesus. Jesus, who is called the Messiah. Right there in verse 16, he jumps in and says, I'm going to be writing to you about the Messiah. I'm going to be writing to you about this Jesus that you should know about because he was proclaimed in the Old Testament, that story that you know, and he's part of that story. He's the completion of that story. He is the one the prophets talked about. He is the Messiah. That is the lead that Matthew doesn't bury. That is the lead that he tells his people right away. This is the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest at Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Have you ever felt conflict between your faith and feelings? If so, you're not alone. My name's Carly Mercouillier. I'm a licensed therapist and the host of the Therapy and Theology podcast, where we explore popular topics and questions related to faith, feelings, and spiritual formation. I want to invite you to join me every Thursday as we fearlessly name the complexities of our reality, grow in the awareness of who we are, and rediscover the power and purpose of our unique stories through the lens of the gospel. Subscribe today at lifeaudio.com.